Confessions of a Martial Arts School Owner is the podcast for martial arts instructors who want to hear behind the scenes of running a school. No fluff, just honest talk about the victories and struggles of running a martial arts school. Now, here's your host, Zach Hayden. Welcome to Confessions of a Martial Arts School Owner. My name is Zach Hayden, and this is episode number 57. Hopefully you guys had an opportunity to check out last week's episode. If not, please, please go back and check out now episode number 56 because I need your opinion on Net Promoter Ninja. It's a very cool project that I want to bring to the martial arts world if they feel that it's worthwhile. I think it could have some really amazing benefits I would love to use it for my own school. I want to know if you want to use it for your school as well. So, please, check out episode number 56. Now, that being said, let's move on. Um, And I want to first let you know that over the next couple weeks, I'm going to be a little hit and miss um, with the podcast. The goal is to get it out uh, every week. But um, in the next couple of weeks, we've got a lot of craziness going on with the ATA World Championships that I will be uh, attending and um, some some summer vacations and some other things that are going on. So uh, I need to make sure first top priorities are, of course, my family and my business. So if this podcast gets pushed to the side just uh, one week or two weeks, um, I apologize, but got to do what I got to do. So please do not forget about us if we're not here one week. Um, we'll probably be here the week after. So I, I, the intention is to make sure that we get podcast episodes out to you guys regularly. Also, I have one more Facebook. Um, oh, no. I think I have two more Facebook um, webinars that I'm going to do. Um, one, or, one or two more that I want to get done for you guys. Um, but... Again, with the other things coming up, um, I, I want to make sure that I have enough time for them and I want to make sure we give them um, the adequate um, preparation and stuff. So um, I do want to still get those in for you so you will have um, kind of the, the full meal deal when it comes to um, understanding Facebook for your martial arts school. I will let you know on the podcast and, of course, on the uh, Facebook page if uh, and when, or not if, but when those go live, when we have those scheduled. So um, this week we won't be having one, but I, I aim to have the next one um, in the next week or so. So that's the plan there for those as well, um, because I want to finish out having done Facebook page, Facebook groups, basic Facebook advertising, using the power editor, and then... Um, I want to uh, do kind of a bonus one on the Canvas option, which is a new thing that I want to explore that I haven't really got to explore, um, I think could be useful uh, to check out. So just kind of some bonus stuff there. Now in the midst of all of this, um, 
one of the reasons that I um, may be hit and miss here is because, of course, I want to focus on my own martial arts school. Um, and that's always a big focus um, over the, the podcast and some other things like let, Net Promoter Ninja, something that I want to get done. I've got some plans for right now, but I'm not going to let those plans um, swamp over what I'm doing for my school. And just, um, what was it, about two weeks ago, I came to this realization um, that the quality I'm getting out of my students is just not what I want. And I've mentioned this before. My school is uh, ATA Excellence Martial Arts, and excellence is the thing that we, we're aiming for. Um, we talk about the, the three pillars of excellence, the, the first pillar being um, be happy, uh, or excuse me, the first pillar is follow through. The second pillar is um, attention to detail. And the third pillar is be happy but never satisfied. And I am plagued by this be happy but never satisfied because I'm never, I'm just never satisfied in getting things done. Um, and so, or, or getting things as, as good as I want them to do. I'm getting, um, better on the, on the business side, on the, the, you know, I've, I've really been working on creating these systems. I'm still, I'm still in the midst of that and still trucking through those, um, you know, enrolling and those kind of things. But the quality of the student's um, performance, the quality of their technique is just not where I want it to be. And I keep getting inspired and frustrated as I um, have looking at social media and I'm seeing these other martial arts schools, um, you know, some with quality like ours, some with quality lower than ours, but then some with this just amazing quality from these students. And they're not just young, they're not just old. Um, you know, it's everyone, this, this whole atmosphere of amazing quality. And so we just had our testing not that long ago. And I, and I just kind of, it was the straw that broke the camel's back. Um, I have a couple of my instructors, a couple of guys that work for me. Um, one in particular that is, you know, he's, he's hardcore. He wants, um, you know, at, at our testings, his, high, his scores are much lower than mine. Because he wants better quality, and so I was just—I just finally came to the point where I was like, you know what? I realized that I've done a lot of talking about excellence. We have my students understand what it uh, in their head what it takes to do excellence in their um, lives. They understand, they know the three pillars of excellence. There is the, you know, the understanding of, of what excellence is, but there is not the actual follow-through. Um, there's not the actual um, connecting that to real life, to really doing it. Um, so we're really, you know, mentally smart about excellence, but not doing the work of excellence, as I've been saying, um, you know, I I want to make sure that we are not just talking the talk, but we're walking the walk. And right now, I don't feel that that is the case. I don't think um, that the way we talk about excellence and the way we show our forms, the way our forms look, the way our sparring is, the way our board breaking is, I don't think um, those two connect. Um, and I don't think it's um, I don't think it's unreasonable to expect higher quality. 
Um, so I, I sat down with my instructors. I started educating my students and telling them, hey, this is what's going to happen. We're going to, I'm drawing the line in the sand and saying, you know, I, I, I told some of my, uh, my instructors in training, I told them I'm going to dress up as Gandalf and, uh, at the next testing, I'll just be like, you shall not pass. Um, because I'm just not, I'm not doing it anymore. And it doesn't come down to testing and not passing students at testing. It comes down to higher and higher qualities at the stripe in class when we're teaching and then at the stripe level each time a student uh, achieves the stripe. So I'm tweaking a few things in the short term. Um, you know, I've been on this on this system where we've been doing these the combos that are parts of the form, and then we put the form together and we do a half form for um, regular students and a full form for leadership students. Um, for the next uh, couple semesters, two three semesters, depending on what it takes, we're just going to do combos. I'm not even going to make the beginner students um, do put those combos together for the form because it doesn't even really matter that much. Um, if you know the combos and you can do the combos, you can do the form. It's not that difficult. But the quality uh, of the combos is is got to go up. It's got to be dramatically better. Um, and that's going to be a big challenge in the instruction skills of myself and my um, fellow instructors, the, the staff that I have. It's going to come down to us making sure that we correct and encourage and um, not fold and say that's good enough when people do things incorrectly and we know they can do better. When you, when we, you, the problem has been that we see that a student can do a stance and then we don't enforce that the stance is done every time correctly. Um, and that is excellence. That's attention to detail. That's follow through. Those are the things that I talk about when I talk about excellence, but we have to get them to connect the idea of excellence with the the, the practical um, doing of it in the martial arts, so that it is not a brain thing. And for me, this is is a not just a martial arts thing. Uh, my mission is is teaching excellence in leadership and life through martial arts, but I do it in other ways as well. Um, martial arts is just the most you know, it's a it's a fun vehicle to do it for. Um, but the problem is, uh, it seems that our society, our culture, our world is on this path where we think smart things and we know things, but we don't do those things. You know, everybody knows what it takes to be healthier, but we don't do the things that we need to do to be healthier. People understand, you know, individual responsibility, but it, they don't play it out in their lives. Um, and so I need to model at my school in my small environment what I want to change in the world. And this is my vehicle for doing it. It's... It, I don't think I fully comprehend yet what all it's going to take to do it, how long it might take to get the qualities that I want. Um, and uh, I think there'll be a fair number of setbacks as I uh, travel this path. But I just don't want to to talk the talk and not walk the walk. I, I want my students to. And I, and I fully expect... Um, I, I will not be surprised if, if some students quit over it. Um, 
because they they've bought into the idea of wanting to be excellence without wanting to be excellent without doing the work of being excellent um because I've let them buy into that, and that's and that's my fault. I told my students, my instructors, um, everybody involved in this process that we're at this point at my school because of me. It's it's been my fault. I let the the standards. I set the standards. I've always set the standards. You know, for for fourteen years, this is the way we've done things, and it's my fault. Um, and so it's my responsibility responsibility to to pull this. Um, back around. Um, but for me, it's a, it's an important thing because I'm, I just don't want to continue to be, um, the kind of person who doesn't help these students, um, learn this in a more, um, realistic way in their lives. Um, and that's going to take a lot of work on, on my part. Like I said, the way I teach classes in the details is going to have to change dramatically. And, and that's going to be uncomfortable. I've been teaching Taekwondo for, you know, almost 20 years. And so doing, you know, the, changing the way I teach and the, the expectations in the way I teach is going to be difficult. But like I said, it's essential um, for me, for my mission. So I want you to um, take this and, and not... And you can think about your um, the quality of your students if, if that's what you want to take from this. But I, I have another thing I think you might look at um, taking from this. Um, on a, a message board on Facebook, uh, somebody asked, they, they want to change their school name or they're, they're opening a school. And they, they notice that everybody's going from um, their the name of their themselves, you know, like my school used to be uh, Hayden's ATA, um, from something like that where it's your name to uh, a brand like Excellence Martial Arts or, you know, Integrity or Loyalty or Elite or whatever it might be. Um, and they asked, you know, why they should do that or, or what some thought process behind that or coming up with a name. And I said to them on this on this message, I said the most important thing is to come up with your why. What's your mission for your school? What what are you trying to do? Um, and your mission might be self-defense. Like I, I want every student to understand, every person in my community to understand how to defend themselves. Okay, great. Then the programs you set up, the name you use, all those kind of things are going to be different than if your focus is, you know, I want to create um, a a family atmosphere. I want to create a, a third place for families to be. Um, your programs, your schedule, your name is going to be a little different. I want you to look in right uh, with the conversation we're having today and think, okay, is the name of my school reflected in my classes, my instruction, my program, or vice versa? Um, are my classes reflecting something that maybe I should be branding more um, with the way you do things? Just some thoughts for your school, um, for your your students and what you're doing. Um, again, this is Confessions of a Martial Arts School and a raw and honest conversation about running a martial arts school with integrity. That's what it says on the website. Uh, I'm, I, you know, I've been doing this for a long time now, but... I'm still learning. I'm still working on getting better. Um, I'm still improving, and I'm still um, loving it, really. So that's the episode for today. Um, I've got lots to do this week. 
Um, I hope you are getting a ton of work done as well. Summertime is in full swing. The weather's beautiful out there. Make sure you're taking advantage of it, but be focusing on your school. Maybe checking out that um, summer success toolkit at um, dojoedge.com. Um, make sure you have listened to episode 56 and shot me a, a Facebook message or an email or a tweet or whatever um, about Net Promoter Ninja and what you think because I've got some plans um, as the summer proceeds and probably early, late summer, early fall on getting getting uh, some early birds in on that. Um, and then uh, stay tuned so for some more Facebook stuff. Okay, guys. Um, have a wonderful week. Make sure you're out there striving for excellence.